Hey everyone. Um, I know I said I was gonna be taking a break from um, recording, and um, I don't know for some reason I, I the uh, current events that are going on today I just I can't be silent about them. Uh, if anybody hasn't been keeping up with the news or anything, they have found Vanessa Guillen. Um, they found her remains. And um, we've kind of been keeping up with the story for a couple months. I know I haven't talked about it on the show, personally, because, um, I don't know, it was just an ongoing investigation and didn't really know all the details that were, you know, exposed as they are now. But, um, yeah, I don't know, this... What happened just it doesn't sit well with me at all because um well first of all i mean she's a, an american soldier and um i have some family members and some friends who are in the service or have served and um i'm a big supporter of the armed forces and you know the navy and the marines and um army and the national guard and all them you know i i they are these people that protect our country and fight for our country and fight for our freedom so i have huge huge respect for them and um my cousin like i said i have a family member who 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 just joined like a year or two ago and um i don't know it just hit me in a, in, a, in a way that usually sometimes things don't hit me like I was saying, she's an American soldier. She's from Houston. You know, um, she's she's Hispanic, and um, she went to an HISD school, which is the school district that I worked for. So when all this stuff started, I guess, finally dying down, the investigation, well, the quote-unquote investigation, I became a lot, I became really upset about the current state of like how people were weren't reacting to this um so i'm gonna take this back we'll say maybe about two months ago so everybody knows about what happened in minneapolis with the mpd who murdered george floyd and we know what um what the chain reaction was. We know all the things that happened after that. The riots, the looting, the burning, the uh, protest, and all that that followed. And um, while all this was going on, the news were kind of, you know, sprinkling here and there, all stuff that's going on with the army and that the missing um, the soldier who name was Vanessa Keaton. Um, they were talking about her and saying that she disappeared for a couple months. You know, she's been gone for a couple months. And um, it, that whole situation was kind of being overshadowed with George Floyd's death. And then the whole Black Lives Matter movement just kind of took over that and just was everything. So pretty much all you saw in the news was the COVID-19, Black Lives Matter, sprinkling just a little bit of here and there with the stuff that's going on with the army and then back to you know the two main things and of course oh it's always trump and 
stuff like that. So we kind of kept up with that. And, um, you know, we were kind of hopeful that they would find her. You know, um, me personally, I kind of said, well, you know, I, I hope she's alive. She probably ran away super far to where nobody could, nobody knew where she was because nobody had contact with her. They had found her, her personal items, like I think back in her bunk. And, um, yeah, so it was kind of weird. It's like, well, if you're going to leave, you know, you would take your phone with you and your, your personal stuff. But, um, yeah, the whole, the whole story kind of at that moment was kind of fishy because it was like, okay, she's been gone for a couple months. Where is she? You know? And like I said, I kind of had the the idea of like, well, you know, maybe she, she, you know, she, she's gone. She just drew, she not drove away, but she is somewhere where nobody knows where she is. Not her family, nobody. And um, words started coming out a little bit more about <coughs> what was going on, and that um, she was being sexually harassed and sexually abused. And um, in the search for Vanessa, they found the remains of another soldier who had been missing for for about a year, more than a year. Um, I think since April 2019. And they had found his remains, I think, maybe 15 minutes or 15 miles away from Fort Hood. Um, so... That kind of was like a red flag for a lot of people. And so it's like, okay, you know, they found this guy's body not that far away from the base. Um, They're not really cooperating. They're kind of keeping silent. And then like the, um, they were doing like these weird things like around the base, like they had burned a field or something like that. I don't know what that was about. Um, they were saying that was protocol, but I don't know. They were trying to cover up something. So, um, like I said, we just kept keeping our eye on the, on that story because it, it, you know, that's somebody who's from here and that's somebody who's an American soldier. So, um, of course I was really sad when I found that out about that guy, um, Gregory, uh, Morales, or I should say Morales. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I think they said that his family was trying to get, you know, like, trying to figure out what was going on with him, but they kind of ghosted them and didn't give him any updates or anything about their, um, about him. They kind of said that he went AWOL, and, and he just disappeared. But we all know that was a lie because they found his remains, and uh, I think they found his car not that far away from the body or something like that. If uh, if I remember correctly, so um, while they're doing this investigation, there's also another thing going on at the at the base. I think it was at Fort Hood of uh, the um, sergeant who was pimping out some of the soldiers, and it 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 was not just women; it was also men. I think it was like twelve of them, and um, yeah, we just knew something something's not right over there. Something's something's fishy. Something's you know. So while we're hearing this, of course, the main two three things are, like I said, the virus, the Black Lives Matter movement, and of course the presidency. So 
while all this stuff with the tearing of the statues down and getting rid of the Confederate flag and getting rid of um, certain episodes of TV shows that showed blackface and all these people um, apologizing for certain things. Like, it, it really got... I'm not saying it's very ridiculous, but, I mean, I understand, like, if you feel upset about something, it's like, hey, look, guys, I'm sorry for that. You know, it was not maybe the best idea to do that for an episode. You know, we were kind of wrong about that, and we know that it might hurt somebody's feelings. Okay, like, I understand that. But it kind of goes too far when people are literally looking for something to get, you know, to, to get rid of, like, um, for example, the show community, which I've talked about on the show, there is an episode where they do a dungeon. They, they play Dungeons and Dragons. And, um, one of the characters dresses up as an elf, but the elf is like all black and he has gray hair. Well, I guess somebody saw that or somebody, Rat, you know, not ratted them, but they pointed that out and they got rid of that episode. They got rid of a lot of stuff. They got rid of episodes from um, That's Always Sunny. They got rid of this one thing where it's um, they do Lethal Weapon, but it's like Lethal Weapon 5. And um, one, of, one of the main characters goes into blackface, or well, both of the characters go into blackface. And they got rid of that and they got rid of some stuff from The Office. Um, a lot of actors were apologizing for playing different characters who weren't white like um some were like well i'm sorry i played this person you know this person should only be played by asian or this person should be only played by a black person or so it kind of got really ridiculous and really stupid because it's like you're just doing this just to like pardon my part of my language but you're just doing this to suck their dick pretty much you're doing this to suck their dick and kiss their ass and um it, it was stupid and everyone's like, you're an actor. You your job is to is supposed to play somebody who's not you, you know. And a lot of people like, I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. So I think it was really stupid of them to jump on the back of jump on the action of the band. We're gonna say we're gonna say the bandwagon of this. Because there's no need for you to do that. I mean, this is your, like, it's your TV show. It's your, your creation. If somebody's telling you that, oh, you need to change it. You should, these people have the, chi- the choice to say, no, that's my show. You know, um, like with The Office, there are so many things in that show that are so cringy and they would not fly in like today's society because everyone is a powdered snowflake and everyone gets offended by everything. And, you know, you can't say this word because this word has a different meaning now than it did two minutes ago and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it, it was just really ridiculous. So, um, while all this is going on, of course, they're tearing down these statues of, Everybody, Christopher Columbus, Robert E. Lee, um, they're just tearing down and defacing all these statues. And it's like, but what is that going to do? You know, 
I've heard a lot of people, well, you're just, um, you're erecting a statue of the oppressor. Don't you do that yourself? You know, you uh, erect uh, these statues of these people who weren't shit either. But, you know, you're kind of destroying property. Taxpayers' money, actually. Stuff that you paid for, you're destroying it, you know. You're tearing it down. People got so offended by these by these statues, and it's like, why? Obviously, you weren't offended January. You weren't offended last year. You weren't offended five years ago or ten years ago. You know? You weren't offended 15 years ago or 20 years ago or 50 years ago. You weren't, you weren't offended 100 years ago, but you're offended... Because, oh, no, this this isn't right. I mean, seriously? You're, you're, you're realizing this now? Or you're just thinking that because somebody told you that this is wrong? So, anyways, so while that is going on, we're still trying to hear the news of, of course, Vanessa. So, about a couple of weeks ago, they, I guess they found the remains of a body and everyone pretty much said that it was her and um they were just awaiting i guess the people to do the test on the um, remains and see you know it was her so um yeah a lot of people were upset a lot of people were really sad about this situation that was going on within our own country with a person who you know, was wanted to, who wanted to serve her country. Um, you know, um, it just, it baffles me. And I understand, I'm not saying that what happened with George Floyd was not terrible. You know, the man lost his life due to somebody who was very ignorant and very irresponsible and was out for revenge and wanted to see the man suffer. Um, you know, it was horrible. It's it's not right. But this also needs this thing with Vanessa should have been something that had the same equal intention. Because this is somebody who, like I said, joined the army to fight for her country to make to make our country, you know, peaceful and fight you know, fight for our freedom that we we so lovingly get to enjoy. Every day, you know, she, she was sexually abused. She was sexually harassed by people who were obviously higher ups, you know, and, and it it wasn't just her. It was a lot of other people that are coming out, you know, and she did not deserve to die like that. She didn't deserve to die at all. You know, that girl did, it seemed like she, you know, I, I don't know her personally. I've never met her, but how her friends and her family and people who went to school with her and people who knew her, she seemed like she was the most sweetest person ever. You know? So why would somebody want to murder her you know i understand that 
she was telling people that things were going on and she was being sexually abused by, you know, her higher ups. But she didn't want to say anything because obviously she obviously she knew if she would have said something, something was going to happen, you know. And to everyone's, I guess, to everyone I knew, they didn't think that something was going to happen. They didn't think like that. But she knew that if I say something, they're going to do something to me. They're really going to hurt me. And they did. You know, she told her friends. She told her family. She told people at the base. You know, somebody, especially a woman, shouldn't be afraid to speak up and say, hey, look, this is happening to me. This, this isn't right. As a, as a guy... I know a lot of shit is fucked up right now, especially with men and women, the whole Me Too movement and stuff like that. It really hasn't painted, painted us men and in a good light, you know. And like I said, that's our fault. We don't, we don't say anything. We don't speak up. We don't tell the others, hey, that's wrong. We shouldn't be like this. We need to stop doing this. We need to start protecting these people, you know. And... um it just it it wasn't right, so it made me upset. It really did because, like I said, this should have gotten equal attention, just like like just like George Floyd and all that, but it didn't. It didn't, and that really pissed me off because all these celebrities and all these politicians and all these so-and-sos came out of the woodworks to defend this man and say all this stuff and saying y'all killing us and blah 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 and uh we can't breathe and this ends now and you know and while that man is while that man you know while that happened to george floyd there was two other people or three other people you know, and it started with that guy. I think it was in, in Atlanta. The the uh, the guy who was running or something like that. That started with him. I don't know his name. So, um, yeah, it, it kind of the chain reaction started there. I mean, now. So, you know, like I said, all these celebrities came out and started donating, and and um, Floyd Mayweather. You know, I'm I'm just gonna put a lot of people on blast. I know a lot of these celebrities and politicians and whatnot are not going to hear my show, but I'm going to put them on blast. You know, just, and I'm going to put a lot of people that I know that, you know, were on Facebook talking about, you know, Black Lives Matter and this and this and that and racism and this, you know, I'm going to put them on blast too. I don't, I don't care because you know what? You need to be put on blast. So like I was saying, Floyd Mayweather Jr. paid for this man's funeral. And he gave that, he, he bought that man a solid gold casket. Solid gold. It's not like a wooden casket that was painted gold. No, this was a solid gold casket for a man who was murdered. You know, he had, he had a protest, he had a march, he had what, like three funerals or something like that? 
you know, had a memorial, 60,000 people showed up in downtown. 60,000 for this one man who was just a regular old person, you know? And he, um, like I said, he got a, a white uh, carriage that carried him to his graveside and all this and that. You know, hundreds and thousands of people and celebrities went to his funeral and all that. All that. LeBron James said something. Everybody said something. The whole NBA said something. The NFL said something. You know, the MLS said something. The WNBA, women's soccer, celebrities, politicians, um, comedians, musicians, all this, all, all these motherfuckers were saying something for that. Which... I understand is a, is a huge problem. Racism is a huge problem, but it's not with within just our country. It's within worldwide. All these organizations were donating to um, the Black Lives Matter, and um, I think it was Oprah or somebody paid for that girl's um, tuition. And um, I forgot what's her name, Barbara Streisand. Um, Gave her like stock in Disney or something like that. And um, TSU, which is um, Texas Southern University, which is here in Houston, gave that girl a scholarship, his daughter a scholarship. And she's only like six years old. So that girl and his family, all his kids are set for life. They don't got to work at all. Because all these organizations and celebrities and whatnot donated to them. You know? And, um... It's ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that giving them money is ridiculous. I mean, it was a good thing for, you know, to help out their kid because it's like their their dad's not there anymore. So I understand, hey, look, you, we're going to help you out. But, I mean, from what I understand, I don't, I don't think his kids were even living with him. I think he, um, I think his kids were living here in Houston and he was living in Minneapolis due to... I guess relocating because from what I know, the man kind of had a record, not kind of, he had a record. He did a lot of bad things. I think they kind of relocated him up to Minnesota because of the, I guess the shit that was going down here. And they were like, it's better for you to move far away from things that you're associated with to somewhere where you can, I guess, start over, you know, so I think that's why he was in Minneapolis. But, yeah, all these celebrities and all these people were saying, standing up for the Black Lives Matter and for racism and whatnot. Which, yeah, racism, like I said, racism is a big thing. And racism needs to be taught because it, it's not just, you know, it's not just, it's not just in the USA. It's worldwide, of course. You know, racism hasn't stopped. Racism has been pretty much going on since the beginning of time. You know? And a lot of people are like, well, you know, we're going to end racism and we're, we're going we're gonna to kill it where it stands. You're not going to do that. I'm sorry to burst your little bubble, you know, with all the rainbows and the, the horses and 
Joe Biden as your president and, and, and you know, Donald Trump and Jay, it, you know, I'm sorry to burst your little imaginary bubble, but racism isn't going to go away. Racism will always be here. And, you know, racism is taught. It's not, it's not embedded in us. I mean, hate, jealousy, and, you know, it's embedded in us because we are sinful creatures that we are born with sin. You know, no one is blameless. No one is spotless. No one is perfect. So we have, we have those traits, those human traits. But the reason why, because somebody becomes a racist is because they see it in their family. They see it in their religion. They see it in their culture. They see it in movies. They see it in TV. They see it in... They hear it in music. They read it in comic books. They, see, they read it in books at, at school. You know, it's everywhere. And I'm sorry to say this, but you can't say you want to end racism, but then you're being racist towards someone else. Like I said, I'm going to put a lot of people on blast. Uh, I have a lot of black friends. I, grow, I grew up with some black people. I, go, I work with black people. I have, you know, I have a lot of people who I'm, I, I genuinely enjoy being around. Some of them are assholes. Some of them I, I can call my friends, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just, you can't, you, I don't know, I just don't. You can't say, you know, you're being racist towards me. But then call somebody, oh, that white man. It's like, well, you're kind of being racist, too. Black people are pretty racist. I'm not going to lie. They know it. They might want to deny it. But it's true. I grew up with them. I know. I have a coworker all the time. He's like, oh, that's, that's brown so-and-so. Why do you call him brown so-and-so? Oh, because he has the same name as black so-and-so and white so-and-so. Okay, so you're you're basing him off of his color. Oh, he's brown so-and-so because that's his name, but he's also Puerto Rican or he's Hispanic. And you call him white so-and-so because he's white and he has the same name as the other three or the other four. No, that's kind of racist, don't you think? You know, and he's always... You know, oh, he's always picking on us, and he just don't like black people, and yada yada yada. He's racist and blah. And I'm like, no, you're just, you're just being a big bitch. That's all you're doing. The man is not racist. Oh well, he'll never tell me good morning. He don't never address me as Mister So and So. You don't address him as Mister So and So. You call him by his first name. You know, I, 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 um, I call my supervisor by his, his, um, his name, Mr. So-and-so. And yeah, he'll call me by my name or he'll say Mr. I give him the same respect. Even I don't know the man personally. If he is racist, okay, that's him, you know, but hey, I'm not going to be like that towards him because why? Why am I going to stoop down to that man's level if he's like that? I give him the same respect he gives me. Now, he's never 
um, threatened me with anything. He's never said anything to me. He's never been mean to me. So, of course, why am I going to, I'm not going to be like that towards him. Now, I can't say for my other supervisor who was very rude and very mean and threatened to pretty much let me go, you know. And, yeah, I I did not enjoy him working at our warehouse. I felt very stressed. I felt very pressured. And, yeah, I felt like he was a little racist towards me and some of the others, you know. It seems like at my job, and I'm going to say this, I, I don't care. It seems like they're a little more they're a little more prejudiced to Hispanics than they are to the blacks. And I'm saying this because they're like a good percentage. The majority percentage is black, you know. And I don't know if they're being prejudiced to some of us because they think that we're rude and they're like, well, I'm going to show him, you know. There are plenty of instances that where I've worked at, where, I have, where I'm working at, where I felt like they could have been, they're probably being racist towards me and being like that. But I never took it that way. I was like, you know what? Okay, give me the, the heaviest route. You know, give me the, hev- you know, give me all the, the stuff that has the majority of picking, you know, all the bulk and stuff like that. Um, you know, oh, um, uh, you know, make sure all the bins are empty. So I have to ask you to bring stuff down and then you're not even there. So I have to stay late for you to bring that stuff down, you know, make it harder for me to, to put up stuff, make it harder for me to do this, make it, you know what? Yeah, go ahead do all that. You know, I'm not going to go and cry. You're being racist towards me, which I could have. But I didn't. I was like, you know what? Fine. Do that. But when the opportunity comes, I'm going to I'm going to move up. You know. And the opportunity came to where, hey, if you want to be a driver, be a driver. Get your CDL. And I did. And even when I did that, I still felt like I was being picked on. Like I was like personally being picked on, like, oh, we need to give him a hard time. You know, and it's not because of who I feel like they think that I'm a good person because, oh, you know, we he, we can get away with that. He ain't going to say nothing. He's not going to cry and, 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 and go to HR. I'm not. I'm not that kind of person. But I, I can notice when somebody is being a, a different way to me than they are to certain people. And the way you talk to me and the way you address me and the way you, you do shit to me, the way you laugh, you know, I, I notice all that. And I could say, yeah, you're being racist. Yeah, you're being prejudiced. Yeah, you're doing this on purpose. But I don't. I don't speak up. And that's the problem. That's the problem with a lot of Hispanics. We do not speak up. And like I talked in my episode with I did with Zach, with Zach Baster, we're not a very confrontational people. You can ask any Hispanic. when You, you can work with some of them. Shit can go down. Something can happen to them. Um, it's okay. It's fine. You know, I'm just going to keep working. I'm going to keep working harder. I'm going to do my job. Now, when something is like, yeah, hey, Santos doing that. I don't like that. You know, we will say something, but most of the time we, we get over it. But 
up until recently, um, I, uh, I, I can't. I can't do that anymore. I'm not going to let shit fly anymore. Uh, I think it was last year or a couple months ago. I have a coworker. And I'm I'm cool with him, you know. Uh, I've hung out with him outside of work. I invited him to a party I've had, a couple parties here and this and there, you know. And um, I had another coworker who he doesn't work there anymore, but we would go around, hey Beaner, hey, hey, you know, stuff like that. We would joke around back and forth, back and forth, you know. He would call us Beaners and wetbacks and stuff like that, and we called him, you know. We wouldn't go the hard R, but we call him, you know, the N word and. And stuff like that and joke with him, you know, because it's like, hey, look, if you're doing that to us, we can do that to you. And it seems like you're not being offended with it. So, hey, we, we're going to we're going to joke around with it like that. But he kept doing that and he kept saying shit and he kept saying shit and he kept saying shit. A beaner, hey, wet bag, burrito eater and blah, 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 blah. I'd laugh at it sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Sometimes I would just be like, whatever, you know, he's just being annoying. Up until he did it, and I told him, no, no more. I said in front of people, I said, no, you're not doing that to me no more. You're not saying that at all. Hey, man, I was just jo- No, I know you're joking, but this ends now. If I let you keep doing this, you're going to keep doing it, and you're going to keep doing it to others, and you're going to think it's funny until one day you say it to the wrong person, and they're either going to pop you in the face or they're going to shoot you and kill you. So I said, no, this, I'm going to nip this shit in the ass. This is not going to happen anymore. You're not going to call me Beaner. You're not going to say wetback. You're not going to say all this other racial slurs and, and shit like that about his. No, you're not doing that anymore. And it scared him. I could see it in his eye. He was like, oh, shit, he's serious. I said, no, no more. You're not doing that no more. And um, I guess up until now, he hasn't really said he hasn't done that. I think he did it to one person, but he saw me and he was like, oh, shit, you know, I I can't say that. But the problem is, like I said, we don't speak up. I have other coworkers who are Hispanic and they don't speak up because they want to be accepted. And they like, well, if I act black, they'll accept me and they can call me whatever they want because it's not going to hurt me because, uh, you know. I'm not a wetback. We're not wetbacks. I'm not a wetback. I'm not a beer. I didn't come from. I didn't come from Mexico. My my parents didn't come from Mexico. My grandparents did, but even then, they didn't have to come across no river. They didn't have to do any of that shit. You know, my grandparents on my mother's side didn't have to do that shit. So I'm not a fucking wetback. I'm not a beaner. I'm not a burrito eater. You know, I'm not a spick. I'm not whatever you want to call it. I'm none of that shit. You know, I was born here in America just like him. Just like all the other people that said that shit to me. No. I I am the same equal as you in nationality and I'm a human as well. You know? So, the point I'm getting across is that, like I said, as Hispanics, we don't say anything we're just kind of to ourselves until now so um from what i heard it started with one facebook post 
And um, that was for they. Uh, I think the guy who wanted to do something, he wanted to start a march. So I think within like a couple of days, um, one post led into twenty, led to thirty, and they made an event because they were going to do a peaceful march. We're not calling it a protest. We're not calling it whatever. It was a march, peaceful march. So. Me and my girlfriend, we we talked about it, and we wanted to do this because, one, like I said, both of our families have people who served in the military, you know, we're both Hispanic, we're both from Houston, you know, she's from the south side, and Vanessa was from the south side, you know, she went to Chavez High School, she was, grew up around Gulf Gate and all that, and you know, me being up here, you know, like I said, I go, I work at HISD and I'm from here. So we, we have similar, you know, things with Vanessa and it both, like I said, it, it both burned in our hearts. Cause it's like, you know, we, we need to do something. We want to say something. So we went to the March, which was at discovery green, which was on 4th of July. And, um, it's funny too because a lot of people were talking shit pretty much about the Fourth of July. Some people that I know, and um, some people that you know whose music I listen to or who's um, who I see, you know, comedy and stuff like that. You know, all talking shit about. I don't really. I didn't really like the Fourth of July. You know, I never really celebrated it. Oh fuck the Fourth of July. Fuck all this and that. Fuck America, fuck blah, 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 blah. And it, it, it really rubbed me the wrong way because it's like, how can you say that? How can you literally go on the internet and say, fuck America, fuck, fuck the 4th of July? If you really care, if you really feel that way about America, then I know this is probably like the cliche thing, but you can go. You can take you can take this fucking middle finger, stick it up your ass, and go wherever you want to go, but just not here. Go go across the border, go across Canada, go to um, Europe, go to Asia, go to Africa, you know, go to Japan, go to Italy, you know, go you know go go to you know like I said, go all these other countries, and you're gonna see that. Shit is different over there. You know, you go across the border, which is not that far, not that many hours. It's like, what, five, six hours from here, from Houston? You go across the border, not even within five minutes. There's going to be a couple cars that are going to meet you. And they're going to say, give me your truck. You're mine now. The cartel, it's pretty much the cartel. The cartel is going to say, you work for me now. You're going to go back and forth delivering drugs for me. You're going to go keep doing this. You're going to do that. And if you don't, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill your family and I'm going to kill your family that's over there and I'm going to wipe out all of you. All that in five minutes. You know, Mexico is different from here. You can't go to Mexico and you can't do what you want. You know? I had a lot of coworkers, I had a lot of, not coworkers, I'm sorry, I have a lot of people on my Facebook, 
you know, oh, I don't really like the national anthem, or I don't really care about this. I don't fuck this fuck. I'm like, dude, go to Mexico. You're Hispanic. Go to Mexico. They will not treat you the same. They will say, oh, you're born in America. Oh yeah, fuck you. You know, um, the Mexicans in Mexico do not like us up here. They think that we're they think that we're that like we're better than them, and it's like no. Dude, you know, and then the Mexicans in Mexico think that they're better than us because they're purebred. And it's like, oh, I could tell you, but I'm not going to, you know. So it's like, go over there. I mean, one of them is like a musician. I'm like, dude, go over there to Mexico, bro. You, you get to prosper and you get to live your life here, becoming a musician and playing all these shows and, and touring and recording and stuff like that in Mexico. They wouldn't let you do that shit. And I'm like, um, no, that's not what we like. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Go anywhere else. They'll tell you the same shit. You have to abide by their rules. But here in America, we we're free. Not literally free to do whatever we want. I mean, we can but there are rules and there are regulations and there are laws and stuff like that. But we are, we have the freedom to do whatever we want. If you want to open up a barbecue place or you want to open up a fucking sex store, if you want to open up any of that shit here, you can. You know? And no one's going to, like, bat an eye to you. They're like, well, that's what you can do. You know? We live here. We have that freedom. You can own a gun. You can own a giraffe. You can own a lion. You know? You can order a Russian male bride, send it here, and no one's going to tell you shit. We have a lot of freedom in this country. And a lot of people want to say, fuck America? I'm sorry, but... Nah, man. Fuck you, dude. You know? A lot of people saying, you know, oh, we don't say, for, you know, happy for the tonight. Why not? That's the independent. That's the independence from our country. That's where we became free from the tyranny of King George. I think it's King George. If I remember. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done history, but our, you know, you know, the the British and all that were pretty much. They were our boss, and they were like, "Fuck this! We're you know we're ending your reign of terror," and we we de- signed the Declaration of Independence, and we became independent. And you want to say, fuck, fuck, you know, no, dude, I can't stand that shit. I'm sorry, but if I lose people because of that, I know, I'm sorry. No, fuck you. I I, I cannot be associated with somebody who says, fuck America. Especially now that what's going on with this girl, this girl who was going to fight for her country, who was born here, a Mexican-American. Her family was from Mexico. She came, she was born here. You know, she at 10 years old, she she made it up in her mind. I was going to I wanted to fight for my country. I want to make it better for my family. And you want to say, fuck America. Fucking stupid. So anyways, going back to that, we, we, we went to the march, which was on 4th of July. We got there. It was really hot. But luckily, we um, we came prepared. I had a backpack. I had water. We had those little f- necklace fans. Um, had my bandana on. You know, um, we were we were prepared. 
and just the amount of people that were there, it was really, it was, I'm not going to, okay, well, it was really kind of sad, but it was really, like, proud, in a way. I was proud because we all came in unison that actually cared about this. We came there to voice you know, support for Vanessa's family and support um, for this case to be investigated, you know, that we wanted justice for Vanessa and justice for, for Gregory and justice for all those other men and women who were murdered, you know, who were American soldiers who were murdered because they were sexually abused or just something about them that people didn't like and they did want it to off them. You know, that sounds a whole lot like the fucking mob. You know, everyone sees those mob movies. You work for the mob. You start talking, start chit-chatting. They off you. You know, and I feel like that's what the army was doing. Or the people that were in, in, uh, in rank and, you know, and, and, and all that. So, you know, like I said, it made me proud that we all came together that wanted justice for Vanessa and, and, and you know, justice for her family. But it, like I said, it also made me sad because of the amount of people that were there. It looked like a lot of people, but in reality, it was nothing compared to the whole um, protest and quote-unquote march for uh, Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. That was like at least 10 times bigger than the crowd that was there at Discovery Green. It made me sad. And, you know, there was a lot of, there were a couple black people there, you know, that, that um, probably um, were part of the, the, the NATO army and stuff like that. And they understand and they want justice for their fellow soldier. And they, they understand the situation. And they're probably people who were sexually abused. They were there. There were some there. But it, like I said, it made me sad because, and it made me upset because where were all these people that were downtown not that long ago uh, angry and mad because of what happened to George Floyd? Not a, not a single person was there. And all my friends on Facebook, you know, all my uh, family members too probably, you know, and all these people who, you know, like Mayor Turner and the chief and, and Sheila, all these people, the chief wasn't there. Mayor Turner wasn't there. You know, none of these people who were there for the George Floyd protest were not there for Vanessa. None of my friends were either. None of them. I only knew maybe like one person, you know, and that's my girlfriend's best friend's sister. I didn't see anybody else. I, you know, I had friends who said they were going. I didn't see them there. I didn't see not one of them there. But you know what? That shows your true colors, bro. That shows who you really, really are. So... Anyways, we all left down um, 
we all left Discovery Green. We all were walking down Walker, um, going towards City Hall. And as we we're walking down, a lot of people were saying in Spanish, justice for Vanessa, no peace, no justice, you know, um, si se puede, and, you know, yes, we can, and, and all these things, you know, justice for Vanessa, and all these things. And we're walking down there, raising our flags, and risen, raising our fists, and screaming loud, and saying her name, you know, we're doing all that. While all these people are watching us and taking video. You know, and, and we get there and, you know, the, the sound system wasn't that great, you know, because like I said, they had to rush everything really quick. But, you know, um, Vanessa's family was there, her sister, her best friend. You know, we had our, um, we had some, some of our um, Congress people there, you know, Trade the Truth did show up. You know, but uh, to be honest, I think that was just really for fake. I think that was fake support. I'm sorry. I mean, he might be there genuinely for for real for support, but I feel like it's just fake. I think it was fake. Bun B wasn't there. And, uh, you know, for Bun B, the dude's pretty fake. For the guy who really wants to rep Houston, really didn't rep Houston. You know, I understand he, he the whole Black Lives Matter thing. I understand He's probably had to deal with a lot of that shit too because he's from Port Arthur and all that. So I understand that. But dude, you're you rep Houston all the time. You're not even from here. You're from Port Arthur. But you want to rep Houston so bad, but you were pretty much forced to post something of Vanessa on your on your your Instagram. And it didn't even seem like you genuinely cared. And a lot of people called you off for that. You know? Oh, yeah, she deserves justice, too. Really, dude? This girl's from Houston, bro. This is, like I said, this is, somewhat, this is something you rep for. And you weren't even there. But Tread the Truth was there. Tread the Truth actually shows up for shit. He genuinely actually cares about Houston. Whenever shit goes down, he's there. You know, I had the 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 honor, well, yeah, the honor to meet him. I mean, I didn't personally get to talk to him, but I took a picture with him when he was at um, in Bloom. And he's, gen- I mean, who else would come down from performing with T with T Pain and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be over there, and t- y'all want to take pictures and selfies with me?" Who else would do that? Other than the dude who's from here. I mean, very nice guy. Seems like he's really cool. Like I said, I don't, he genuinely might actually care about this situation, about this this matter, or maybe he was just there because it was just PR. Who knows? I don't know the man's heart. I don't know what he's thinking. So, you know, I leave it as that. But, yeah, and, you know, we had somebody there who um, she, I guess, does this um this thing for military, I think, sexual trauma, if that's what MST. And, you know, she, she has a, pay, a group for it and a page, and she, you know, talks about it because she was um, somebody who was sexually abused while she was in service and stuff like that. So she understands, you know. And we had just all these people come up there and talk, and it was really sad because it's like, like I said, when we heard from her sister and her best friend, these are people that are hurting. I mean, her mom wasn't even there. Her mom is so just, she couldn't handle it. She's at home. 
you know, and it really hurt because it's like that could have been any one of us. That could have been my cousin. That could have been a friend of mine. That could have been your sister. That could have been your brother. That could have been your cousin. That could have been your best friend. You know, a lot of these people who were there understood that. You know, and a lot of these people understand that that's one of our own. That's a that's a Latina. That's a Houstonian. That's an American. That's one of us. When we look at her, we look at everybody else. You know? And we um all these these people that were there and they were talking, they they want justice for Vanessa. And, you know, they're not gonna rest until we get justice for Vanessa. And they want a proper investigation and you know, they want these things for her to help, you know, to help the family get some kind of closure and and stuff like that. But it's not just for her, but just for everybody else too. You know, we're all saying Vanessa and Vanessa, Vanessa, but we're forgetting about Gregory. We're forgetting about all these other people too. I mean, there's so many people that are coming out saying that they were sexually abused. And there's a lot of people saying, you know, a lot of people come out murdered. Like, um, I don't, I forgot his name. Um, but he was murdered. I think he was a part of the Navy. He, his body, they threw him over and they chopped him up the pieces, threw his body over. And somebody discovered, I guess his left, what was left. Found out who he was, you know, and it's, it, it's very sick that they're coming. They're coming after these people who are supposed to be defending their country and the people who they, they stand with are the ones that are killing them. The ones that are turning their backs on them and and hurting them. You know, how can you put trust in somebody who, you know, doesn't want the best for you and wants to harm you? You know, our, our country has failed these people. And, and that's not right. That's, these are people, like I said, that go fighting. Regardless if you're on the front lines or not. Regardless if you're behind a computer. Regardless if you're in the armory or you're whatever. You are still fighting for our country regardless of what you fucking do. What your role is. And like I said, our, our country has failed these people. Our country has failed Vanessa. Our, our country has failed Gregory. And it's just, it, it hurts. You know, it really, it really bothers me. And I, I don't want to like cry on, on, you know, but it, it really does bother me. Um, so anyways, um, we, we did a little prayer for her and we did it, you know, we lit the candles and stuff like that. And after that, we all marched. Everyone went down marching um, Walker again, saying the same things. And then, you know, um, once we knew everything was over, we kind of walked to our car and we left. But um, I don't know. The other night, it I couldn't sleep. Just this whole thing with, with her really is bothering me it is because it's something that like i said it's something i care about and it's not because she's a hispanic woman it's because she's an american soldier somebody who fights for my freedom fights for my rights to live in this country somebody who was failed somebody who was let down it bothered me i couldn't sleep 
I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, and I couldn't sleep. This generally is something that I care about. You know? And it hurts me to see a lot of my friends who supported the Black Lives Matter and supported, you know, the end races. They're not saying one fucking word. Not one fucking word. I've had people say, well, you don't, don't forget, you don't, they don't underline, undermine the whole Black Lives Matter because that's still a big thing just because of it. No, man, no, you're fucking stupid. This is equally the same thing. Just because it's not racism. You know, you, you want to make things so black and white. And it's not, man. These are one, you know, and most of these people are Hispanic. I had one person who didn't want to be on my show because we talked about what was going on, the whole Black Lives Matter. That was like at the super height of it. And she was like, I can't be on the show because I don't agree with your views and I don't feel comfortable with you and talking about it. And I said, okay, I understand that. And um, I was like, that's fine, you know. And she keeps posting about that stuff every day, every day, every day. But I haven't, I've seen her maybe one time post about Vanessa. One time. And it's like, dude, you're Mexicana, you're Hispanic, you're Houstonian. And you're not talking about this. This is something that you should be, you know, talking about. This is an issue that it it doesn't just evolve, you know, it involves everybody. Like, Like I said, this is not a racial issue with Vanessa. This is an American issue. This doesn't just involve Hispanics. This is not just women. This involves men and women, black, white, brown, Asian, you know, people of all nationalities, people of all different religions. It involves everybody. And it doesn't even involve just our country. It involves the whole world. Because it's not, it, this thing that happened in Venice, Vanessa doesn't just happen here. It happens all around the world, too. You know, and not one peep. A lot of these people, not one peep. You know, now they're kind of starting to do that. I post about it all the time. I join the pages. I post about it because this is something that matters to me. This is something that's super important. I'm not saying that the Black Lives Matter does not matter. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying... Hey, where the fuck are you at? Where are all these Black Lives Matters people? Where are you at for this girl? Oh, because just just because she's not black, it doesn't affect your agenda? I thought we were all supposed to stick together. You know? We had some, I think one of the girls there, she was with the Black Lives Matter thing. I really didn't pay attention to her because I know... Either, maybe she, like I said, maybe we'll like trade the shoe. Maybe she generally does care and she wants to help out. Or maybe you're just there to push your agenda. Because a lot of people were there too for that. Like I said, I don't know her heart. I don't know how she generally feels about it. But that's just my opinion. So, you know, like I said, um, they said something that really kind of opened my eyes a little bit more. 
and it's it's always been you know it's always been that but um you know that what they said was when you mess with one of us you mess with all of us and, and not just us in hispanics but you mess you mess with me you're messing with every single american doesn't matter what color you are you know and i don't know i just it really does make me upset cuz no, I have not seen one celebrity talk about this at all either. You know, um, Kim Kardashian talked about it, but they wanted to uh, throw her under the fucking bus because they're like, oh, you're now you're talking about it. Oh, you're hey, at least she's talking about it. At least she genuinely does care about this situation. But I don't hear LeBron. You know, I don't hear uh, some of the players from baseball. You know, I was kind of disappointed in the Astros. I was really disappointed, even though I'm not a Texans fan anymore. I was really, really disappointed in the Texans. I was really disappointed in the Rockets. Really disappointed in my city. Really disappointed in my country. You know, the Astros, they, they lit up the whole stadium blue, and they had a picture of George Floyd on the on the jumbo screen and they had a, they took a picture of his little picture with the flowers they did not do that for Vanessa at all at all they didn't light up city hall they didn't do that for her at all you don't see lebron james or kyrie irving or james harden russell westbrook um steph curry clayton you don't see any of them Wearing shirts saying justice for Vanessa. Like I said, it did it, the Astros guys, you you really made me this I'm really disappointed in you guys. Bregman, where are you at? You know, Correa, Altuve, Verlander. All the Hispanics on the team. And not just like I said, where are you guys at? This is your city. This is somebody that lived in your city that probably supported you. That probably was one of the fans of of you, and not one word from you. I understand some of you guys don't want to get political. I understand that. You know, maybe your agent's like, "Well, it's not a good thing," but dude, fuck the agent, man. This is this is our time to speak up. You have the power. You have the you yeah. You have the power to say something to make a, a movement. But you guys aren't. You know, JJ Watt, I don't see you doing shit at all, dude. You're just posting pictures of you working out. I don't see you. And it's really fucking sad, dude, because you're the one that runs out there with the American flag. You're the one that runs and supports for our troops. And I don't see you doing fucking dick for this girl. Or Deshaun. None of you. None of you. I don't see none of the Rockets doing anything. I don't see James Harden. I don't see Westbrook. Do, I don't see none of you. I don't see none of the, the Dynamos doing anything. None. Nothing. And I'm disappointed in baseball too. And the NFL. You know, your biggest supporters are people in the, in, you know, in, in the service. Army, Marines, Navy, all that. 
And what? You you rather bow down, suck the dick of fucking Colin Kaepernick. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that dude. I can give less a shit about him. You know? You you have you had an opportunity to say something, hey, this girl here is somebody who you know, is who is somebody who we support, the army. You know, we they wear the fucking colors. You know, they have days where they had bring them out. Like the Astros do that too, where they recognize people. And yet one they don't even recognize her. They don't recognize recognize Gregory. They don't recognize anybody. Anybody. You know? The NBA, I don't see them saying shit. At all. I don't see these actors, I don't see these musicians, these politicians saying shit about her either. The ones that are caring are the ones that are speaking up. But there's only a few. You know? I don't see John Legend saying something. I don't see, um, like I said, I don't see LeBron. I don't see fucking all these other people saying shit. You know, this is somebody, like I said, this is some, I I can't stress this enough. This is somebody who was fighting for your freedom. For your country that you live in. But you rather stay silent. You rather say, I can't breathe. Yeah, you can't. That's why you're not saying anything about Vanessa. You know, this just is, it's a really big, important thing. This is, everybody should be outraged, but nobody is because it doesn't fit the agenda. It's not black. She's not black. She's not white. She wasn't murdered by a white. She's not. Murder, but it doesn't fit the agenda. Their agenda. And that's really fucking sad. You know, they did all this stuff for Trayvon Martin. They did all this stuff for that guy in Ferguson. They did stuff for George Floyd. They did stuff for all these people. But you don't ever see them do anything for, for the person who serving their country. None. At all. I was on. I went to Twitter, and I had. I I sent all the. I t- I tweeted these people. What are you going to say about this? What are you going to do about this? You know why aren't you say, speaking up? Why aren't you doing this? I sent it all the way from the president to the vice president to people in Congress to celebrities to people here in Houston that are celebrities. I I sent it to them. What are you going to do about it? Not one thing. I don't. And it's really fucking sad. Like I said. Floyd Mayweather paid for this man's funeral. He paid for everything. But Vanessa's family has to do a fucking GoFundMe page. They raised like two hundred, more than $200,000. But they shouldn't at all. The army should be taking care of that. Let alone fucking Floyd Mayweather, where are you at? Why don't you pay for her wet, for her funeral? You know, why don't you give this American soldier a gold casket? Why don't you give Gregory Morales a gold casket? You know? 
I don't I don't see none of them doing it. none of the Latinos either. That's what's fucked up, dude. These are our people, man. And no one's saying shit. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Her family should not have to be raising money for her funeral. Like I said, the army should be taking care of this. You're the ones that let her down. You're the ones that killed her. You know, a celebrity should be like, you know, fucking J.J. Watt should be paying for her fucking funeral. You know? I don't see him doing that, but he'll, he'll donate money to this. He'll donate to this, that. You know? He'll go visit the, the children's hospital. He'll go do, but seriously, dude? You know? You, you, you raised money. For the city of Houston when we went through the fucking Hurricane Harvey. You know, we all looked up to you. You know, we looked up to the Astros who were trying to win it for the city. And you know what? Regardless, when, if they, regardless of them cheating, they did win it for us. Yeah, it might be kind of, uh, but they still won a championship for the city. You know? But where are they at? Where are they at? Where, are they, where is Brickman saying, we want justice for Vanessa? Where is Altuve? Where is Correa? You know, saying, where is justice? You know, we want justice, you know. Where is Verlander? You know, where are they saying that? None of them. None of them. And that's what really makes me fucking disappointed in my city and these teams that I follow, you know. And now it, it's even worse now. Now that they're attacking the Tapaleta man and the Elote man and all this and that, you know, the, the, the street vendors, you know. For some of you who don't know that, maybe the ones that, are, that aren't from here, but we have street vendors. You know, there are a lot of Hispanic people who ride around on bikes selling Palete, palete, you know, ice creams and, you know, uh, corn in a cup and chips and soda. That's how they make their money. You know, they have to hustle. These men and older women, they have to hustle every day in the fucking heat just to make a couple hundred bucks, maybe. You know, and they, they killed this man. I think he was in California. I'm sorry if I don't remember. 78 years old, and they murdered him. They killed him. Three guys killed him. You know? And now here in our own city, we have people fucking up with some old 67-year-old man like that in the east part of Houston. You know? These are... these are It's fucked up, man. These are people who have to hustle. People, you know, they're probably illegal. But they know, hey... These people like this. These people are going to spend money on this. I'm going to do this. You know, that's somebody's dad. That's somebody's grandpa. That's somebody's uncle. That's somebody's husband. That's somebody's brother. And you're so fucking full of shit that you go and harass them and, and, and beat them up and kill them because you're a piece of shit. No more. No more. This is, this is no mas. No mas. No more. This is not happening. No more. As 
my 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 fellow Hispanics, my fellow Americans, you know, my Mexicans Americans, all this and people were no mas. This is no more. We can't let this happen to us no more. We can't let this happen to our people. We can't let this happen to our community. This has gone on too long. We sit back. We don't say nothing. We keep to ourselves. No more. No more. You know, this is it. This has always kind of been something that I've been kind of passionate about since what, maybe since high school? Ever since I joined um, OLA, which was the Hispanic Organization for Leaders of America. Shout out to my um, teacher, Miss Hibbets. Um, you know, I joined the class thinking, oh, okay, this is just a cl- class for Hisp- you know, club for Hispanics. But it, it taught me something. You know, hey, look, nothing is given to us. We have to, we have to work hard. Regardless of if it's us working in a cubicle for a, a Fortune 500 company or it's us down the street trying to sell some fruit cups or something, you know, you, nothing is given to us. We have to work for it. You know, we have to be, um, we have to be leaders. You know, there's not that many Hispanic leaders out there. You know, not, not the ones that are actually who want it, who are Hispanic and stand up for us. Ted Cruz. I mean, you know, uh, Julian Castro. You know, I don't see any of them doing shit. But, yeah, no more, man. No more. Being in that, being in that club, open minds and say, I want to do more for my community. I want to be a leader. You know. I want to be a, a Hispanic person who who wants to make a difference and wants to lead and be a big difference in my community, in my culture, in my country. You know? And I, I really appreciate, like I said, Miss Hibbets for being a part of that class. and I mean, that class, I mean, that club. It opened my eyes. You know, I always, I want to help out my, my, my people. The Hispanics. You know? Because nobody does help us out. You know, a lot of people were saying, uh, well, you know, Hispanics are always saying, how come nobody fights for us? And, uh, because you don't speak. No, because nobody does fight for us. Whenever we speak up, our voice is lowered. You know, you want to say that, oh, well, nobody, nobody says anything. You know? Y'all don't ever say nothing. We don't. But when we do, and we say we try to speak louder and louder, our voice gets shut down, and we don't get justice, or we don't get what we're trying to get the point across. And it's sad because, like I said, there are people who are Hispanic who are saying this shit, who are posting this shit, and it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're so blinded by. The left that is, 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 has this shit in front of your fucking eyes. And then instead of you being woke and saying, oh shit, my community, my people are hurting. I need to say something. No. No. They don't. They'd rather join, you know, the whole other shit that's going on. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm offending people. Like I said, black lives do matter. You know, 
All lives matter. That really pisses off a lot of people, but it's true. All lives do matter. Whether you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're Native American, you're, you know, whatever. Russian, you know, German, you know, Alaska, whatever. Your life matters. Everyone's life matters. Yes, even even the pedophiles, you know, even the serial killers. Yeah, their life does matter, you know. And yes, they do they deserve what's coming to them, which God will always do that. You know, I'm saying, oh, don't kill those people. You know, he's a pedophile. Don't get no. But his life does matter. You know, and he will get he will get what's coming to him. Those people will get what's coming to him. But everyone's life matters. Even the unborn babies that they kill. Their life mattered. Vanessa's life mattered. Gregory's life mattered. My life matters. My brother's life matters. My cousin, my mom, my grandpa, my girlfriend, you know, my coworkers, you know, my supervisors, my bosses, my, my leaders, you know, my favorite app, all their lives matter. Not just one life. Don't get it twisted, please. Don't just, you know, a lot of people are, are saying and comparing, well, you're just, you we're not saying that black lives just matter. We're just saying they matter. No, you're saying that they just matter. It says it in the, in the word. It says it right there. Black lives matter. That's the only thing that you're protesting about. That's the only thing you're protesting about. But you, those people in that organization are so full of shit, they can't say, well, fuck. You know, I know this girl was not black, but black and brown have to stay together. We've always stayed together. We need to be there for them. So we need to say, all lives matter. You know? But they don't. I don't. I don't. I do understand and I do support that. Yes, black lives matter. Black Americans' lives matter, regardless of they're dead or alive, born or unborn. Their life matters. My life, everybody's life matters. You know? But I just can't get down with an organization that just says their life matters. That's it. I can go into a whole other, you know, shit about that, but I'm not going to. Uh, um, like I was saying, I even talked about it in one of my episodes with my um, guest, like I said previous, with Zach Baxter. You know, we, we kind of went on butted heads on that. And, you know, Zach, I'm calling you out too. I don't see you saying shit about this either. I don't see you getting genuinely upset about somebody, an American soldier, who was murdered. And it, it's really funny because your grandpa served. But I don't hear you getting upset about that. I don't hear you getting upset about somebody who was, who was, who was a Latina, grew up on your side of town, who was enlisted in the army, was murdered. I don't see you saying shit about that. I don't see you saying her life matters. I don't see you posting that on your Facebook. I don't see you posting that on your Instagram. 
I don't see you posting any of that. So where are you at? I'm calling you out. I'm calling everybody out. Where are you at, guys? Why are you not talking about this? Why are you not posting about this? Why do you purposely scroll down and ignore it? Why? No more, man. No more. This is not happening anymore. Ever since that incident at Subway a couple months ago that I did talk about on my previous um, episode, a couple months, a couple episodes ago, it's not happening anymore. I'm gonna start seeing. I'm gonna start speaking up. I see something. I'm gonna start speaking up, regardless if you're Hispanic or not. Nobody deserves to be treated like that. We are all human beings. Just because the the shade of our skin does not does not matter. We are all the same. We all have the same organs. We all have same bodily. Fun. We have the same blood. We all have eyes, we have ears, we have noses, we have hair, we have tongues, we have brains. We are all the same. God didn't create one type of human and then created another type and say, oh, you're better than them. So go ahead and, you know. No, man. We, all, we need to treat each other equally. You know. All men, all men were created equal. And all men mean women, children. All men, all races, all nationality, all of them, we're all created equal. We were all created equal by God. So we need to stand up for each other when we see shit that's happening to one another. I don't care. You know, say something. Who cares if you get in trouble? Who cares if, if it's not the, the popular thing to do or something? No, speak up, man. You would want somebody to do that for you. Treat others the way you're supposed to be treated. The way you want to be treated. It says that in the Bible. You know, do unto others as they would, as you would have them do unto you. But people just don't care about that anymore. So, um, yeah, so I, made, I wanted to do this episode again because I wanted to speak up. I wanted to say something. I need to say something. I know this is inside the north side, but, you know, everything is Houston. Everything is north side to me, I guess. You know, yeah, you know. And um, I know I had posted this on, on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. And, of course, nobody really cared except one person. Um, everyone knows that I'm selling stickers and stuff like that. Well... Uh, we'll say maybe towards the end of August, every sticker that I sell, um, all that money is going to the GoFundMe for Vanessa's page. You know, I think they made like a cash app or a Venmo, I'm sorry, for her now. So all the money that I make for my stickers, regardless if I sell one or 10 or 100, all of them, that money is going towards that i already had one person um shout out to donovan um guy who used to go to school with and stuff like that he's a friend of mine um he bought it he bought stickers and you know what he served too he was in the army so he understands what's going on he knows this is a huge problem 
you know, on both sides. Because, yeah, he's black. But, you know, also, those are his brothers and sisters, you know, in the army. So he understands both sides. So, like, again, shout out to him. I really appreciate you, dude, buying the stickers. You know? So, like I said, again, I'm making, I'm selling these stickers. These stickers are going to her, her, her GoFundMe. I want to make a difference. I want to help out. Because that's what Houstonians do. Houstonians look out for each other. We help our neighbors out. You know? And I, I, I want to see everybody else do that. You know? All these people from Houston. All my friends on Facebook. All my friends and fans and listeners on Instagram and Twitter. Say something. Do something. You know? The more we get this out, the more people will hear us. The more people that will hear us, the more power and the more, um, um, what's it called? Uh, you know, the more this will, this will get, it'll rise up and it'll get more traction and more steam and we can get things done, actually. You know, there's a, I think there's an actor, a bill saying that I am Vanessa. Uh, Gian that's going out there for people who are uh, sexually abused in the service and all this and that that can protect them because they need protection not just the women but also the men there is something out there that is starting and it's crazy how one girl who I know she probably didn't think I'm never really going to be anybody but I'm going to go and serve my country to think that she is going to make a huge impact, not just on our community, but in our country. A bigger impact than she was doing when she was alive. You know, and that's, that's, that's something, that's something awesome. You know, um, I know it's a horrible situation, but God is using this situation to make something better you know sometimes you have to go through the dark to get to the light and we are going to get there and we are going to get justice for Vanessa and justice for all these other people who are left behind you know they always say no soldier left behind no child left behind well we're not going to leave her behind and we're not definitely going to forget about her. You know, we can't. So, like I said again, I'm selling stickers. The money's going towards that GoFundMe for her. Um, I might split it up, you know, for her and for the Baleta men too. They have a GoFundMe for him. If they have one for Gregory Morales, of course, I'm, you know, give that sum to them. But if I don't sell any stickers and I just sell one, then I'm going to give my own money. Because I want to help too. You know, um, I don't know if anybody knows who Donkey Boy is, but Donkey Boy is somebody here from Houston. He's he's an artist. So he did a mural. He did one for George Floyd. And he did one for Vanessa, which is at the Del Sol Taqueria, which is on, um, on Broadway. I think it's on Broadway. Is it Broadway? I think it's Broadway. Anyways, you, you might see it. Well, everyone's going to see it. Once you go there, look it up. 
if you're from here and you've never been there, go check it out. It, it's a really good little taqueria, and you know they have good breakfast and, and dinner and stuff like that. They have a a little they have pan dulce there too, sweet bread. But he painted a mural of Vanessa there, and a lot of people have been flocking there, um, giving out candles and flowers, and going and praying and and stuff like that. And he also made another mural that is not that far away from the the first one he made, but it, it's more down the street from where she used to go to high school, which is Chavez High School, which I have been going to for the past couple of days, and. It's just, it feels so, the energy there feels so different because those are people that knew who that girl was, you know. And I know it hurts a lot of people, you know, knowing somebody who you known since they were a freshman and then they graduated and now you hear that, you know, they're gone. I know it affected a lot of those those people there at that school and affected a lot of those lunch ladies, and it probably affected her teachers and all that. It's hurting. Everyone's hurting. You know? So, um, like I said, I know I was supposed to take my break, but this is something that just is important. This has to be said. I have a voice. You know, I've been blessed to have this this opportunity and this this thing, this podcast, you know, I was somebody who didn't think anybody would hear my voice. I didn't think anybody would care what I said. But I believe that God has given me this podcast and given me this voice and this desire to speak up and to say something. Because there are people that do listen to my voice. You know, they might think it's annoying. They might agree with me. They might disagree with me. But my voice is being heard, not just here, not just amongst my friends, but all around the state and all around the country and all around the world. You know, shout out to these people who listen to my show abroad. You know, I have some people in Ireland that are listening to my show. You know, I really appreciate you sending the support and listening to my show. You know, I have people in France. I have people in Germany. I have people in Australia. You know, I have all these people here. I mean, it's just one or two percent, but that's still somebody that's constantly listening to my show. You know, and I want to paint the picture of, hey, this is, you know, not all Americans are like this. Not all Americans are how we see them, you know, on the TV and, and you know, you know, I want to be the voice where they say, okay, this is somebody who. We can understand and we, you know, we like, he's not, he's not the typical American who we think, you know, he is. So, like I said, I, this is my opportunity to speak up. I want to do something. I want to do something for, for my community, for my people, for my city, and for myself and for Vanessa, because we want justice for Vanessa. And we're not going to stop until we get it. So, this has been Inside the North Side. I appreciate you that are listening to this special episode. Um, please tell your friends. Please tell your family. Tell your coworkers. Tell your girlfriends, your boyfriends, your best friends to speak up. And if you see something, 
do something. You know, and please, please do not forget about Vanessa. Just don't. Keep up with the story. You know. Um, I originally wanted her best friend to be on the show because she has been following our Instagram page and she was actually there. Now, I didn't get to meet her, but um, I had sent her a message on Instagram and um, I wanted her to be on the show so she can talk a little bit more about Vanessa and the things that they're doing and speak up. But I'm guessing she's getting a lot of people, a lot of people's attention right now. She's probably doing a bunch of other stuff and just very busy because she is fighting for, you know, for Vanessa and she's fighting for the justice. So I know that takes up a lot of time. So, um, no worries. Maybe one of these days I can get a hold of her and I can have her on the show and just, you know, we can talk. So, like I said, this has been inside the North side. I appreciate you guys. I'm going to be back in a couple more weeks. Uh, I'm very excited for season three. Uh, I'm trying to get some more guests out, um, to be on the show. Um, but yeah, um, keep on listening. Our voice is going to be heard. See, si puede. Yes, we can. And we're going to get justice for Vanessa. So you all have a good night. God bless you and peace.